Welcome to a new world order. I'm your best boy, Sebastian of the United States of World America, joined here as always in the normal intro that we do by two of my colleagues from across the seas. One who's very angry that I'm butchering his words and the other one who's kind of amused by it. This is true. One of those is true. Mm. One of them angry. I think this is my face. He's just naturally glary, yeah. yeah. I think, or maybe you just put judgment onto my regular poker face. I do generally feel guilty. That's yeah, true. I think that's, I, I'm Zancy Weber, National Ch- Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia. And I'm Andy Schossler, most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. If you're joining us for the first time today, then I guess everything is business as usual for you. <laughs> if... If you're not, yeah, sorry. I know intro is a little bit weird. Zane's feeling a little bit under the weather and is, he just didn't want to waste the voice, I guess. Is that right? Pretty much? Yeah, it's true. That seems fair. Uh, but if you are here for the first time, what we do, we using the nation state's website, application, whatever you want to call it, tackle different political issues and try to work them in our own way. Andrew has a unique sort of free markety thing going. Zane's a communist and I'm your best boy. I can't make that more clear. And effectively, we're at the restart where today we shuffle and take over each other's nations and try to do what we do with them. Our brains. There are aliens <laughs> switching our brains, or as it's I guess, I guess better known, schizophrenia. No, that's not right. What's the one where aliens take over your brains? It, no, it can't. You can't. You can't. You know, <laughs> lay out the metaphor now. You've got to let it go on a bit. We've got 30 more episodes, Seb. You've got to give people time for the metaphor to sink in and become normal. And then they just realise this is a show about that. Okay. (laughs) Well, guys, I've got three pieces of paper that I'm just going to throw at us randomly and it will dictate whose nations we're in control of. Oh, dear. All right. That's yours. That's yours. And uh, I guess let's just go around and hopefully we... Please, something good. Oh, Oh. oh, happy days. Oh, happy days. Okay, guys, it's me, your best boy, Sebastian. Oh, but I'm also God. taking control of Andrew's nation today. <laughs> oh, so it's a three-way split. Yes, I've got it is. America. We got ourselves an old Mexican standoff. And by Mexican, I mean world American standoff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this has gone the second best that it possibly could have. This is the Australia. best case scenario. <sighs> <laughs> this is what we talk about. Are you looking up the video points to see if you, you know can escape it, this fresh yeah. hell? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> I still have the most. <laughs> you know, I have tried to get Andropolia improved in all sorts of ways by letting the Andropolians work out their own crap. Not mm. to dictate where the where the cultural direction should be or where the or where their social direction should be, by letting them figure out and giving them the tools and uncuffing them, unbinding them from doing that. And I can't help but feel that all the improvements of the last 10 or so episodes are about to be undone spectacularly. I don't know what you're talking about. In this episode, and then... Yeah. <laughs> and then some the chaos will just escalate from there. Think of the wave of the future that I'm going to teach them to surf upon for the next five episodes. Got to break down that damn wall of good decisions, so that the tidal wave of of chaotic choices mm-hmm. may may wreak havoc across the landscape. I, I know it might appear like they're, they're, they're frivolous choices. That what mood is Sebastian in today? I get how it could appear like that to the people outside of my brain. You declared nuclear war on someone. They had it coming. 
They did not. <laughs> they absolutely did. They did not. What Seb. was the dispute over? Land? I don't know. Doesn't matter. It's in the past, much like kidnapping. their entire society. It, it was kidnapping. <laughs> kidnapping and slavery. Hey, no one will ever kidnap somebody from his nation again. I don't think that's true. I would I would be hesitant. Okay. Who 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 is taking care of Zane Australia? Who's the custodian this time? I am the custodian of Zane okay, Australia. Okay, well I have a quite a serious and somber issue. Excellent. It's called Still Life. Ooh, that's no good. After losing a lengthy legal battle with his mother-in-law, Nikita May is making a final petition to me. He's seeking permission to remove life support from his wife Fanny who has been in a persistent vegetative state since a road accident seven years ago. Okay, I'm surprised that this is an issue because I was under the impression that you had uh, essentially <coughs> legalised or normalised euthanasia. Yes, I believe... I mean, people are but, allowed to... But in this case, it is um, two next of kin fighting over what's going uh, to happen. Ha, okay. So mother and husband have different ideas about okay. what should happen. My mother-in-law clings to the foolish belief that her daughter will spring back to life, cries Mr. May, pounding his fists on, my, on his chest. <coughs> but I know how the family I loved, the sweet woman who teased me about my unruly cowlick, is no longer in there. The body in hospital is just a shell, kept alive by tubes and machines. My fanny would never have wanted that. Let me set her free. Option number one. It would seem like the husband as a next of kin trumps the mother since that is a voluntary arrangement. Unfortunately... You don't, you don't choose your mother, but you do choose your husband. Correct. Um, so there has been a lengthy legal battle. The mother-in-law has won. Mm. As Well, well <clears throat> so the mother-in-law has won, so he's basically taking it to me for yeah. to, to step in and say, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Option number two. And vile excuse for a husband talks about unplugging my baby from life support as if she were a television being turned off, weeps Fanny's mother. But a mum knows her child. My plucky little girl is a fighter who won triathlons. I read in Peeps magazine that people come out of comas all the time. Doctors give up hope and then suddenly they wake up, demanding fries and ecky cola. Oh, Coke, <laughs> I get it. Um... He's given up on my girl. He probably wants to run away with some cake-baking hussy from Peacock City. But you, you must never ask a mother to give up hope. This is someone who is grieving but hasn't yet gone through the funeral. Yes. And is just clinging on to anything possible to keep them alive. And I think if you are waiting for a miracle, a miracle will happen whether or not there is a machine keeping her alive. Yeah. There is another option. Okay. So far, I would have been on the side of the husband. Mm. However, since there has been a court case... There has been a court case. Then... The and I guess this is asking for legal precedence or... To overrule... Yeah, yeah, to... To, yeah. to make it clear the line yeah. or, or what have you. Option number three. You know, all this was unnecessary, muses Stan Boothroyd, my ever-practical Minister of Solutions... We should force everyone to decide what they want to happen in case of incapacity, while they're young and compassmentous. If Mrs. May had made a living will, everyone would have known her wishes and there would have been no legal battle. Also, had she not wanted to live through this tragic live in this tragic state, it would have saved the family and the insurance companies a lot of expensive medical bills. 
Well, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, I think moving forward for Zane Australia, option number three mm-hmm. is the right choice. It doesn't overrule any previous decision, mm. but moving forward, it establishes clear boundaries of what, what, how you should treat somebody's intentions about their own, <clears throat> about their own life in certain situations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's kind of like with the organ donation problem where you used to have to register to be an organ donor, but some countries have changed it to, unless you've registered to not be an organ donor, you're assumed assumed to be an organ donor. And I think that's very much the same. Unless you have specifically registered, if I am in a vegetative state, I want to be kept alive at all costs, then, of course, you will be kept alive until reasonable medical practice says that it's no longer... It's interesting. It's a little bit off topic, but I was just... I was doing some reading a couple of nights ago on the whole Manson family thing. I'd just seen the Tarantino films. I was like, oh, cool. A bit more research on it, blah, 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 blah. Name drop. I saw a film. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, what was interesting, I found going through how... Was it it last year or the year before Charles Manson died? It was really recent. I say really recent, like in the last two, three years, whatever it was. And there was the issue of when he died, who got the body? Ah. And his grandson was making the claim to because he was like the, the closest relative that wanted but he had made two wills in his time during prison one like in I, the numbers are going to be off but one like as recent yeah. as like 2013 and then another one in like 2015 or something right. and these people had also both said well we've been we've received wills that say that we're in it and we get you know take his remains yeah and the courts ended up just giving it to the closest relative and just bypassed both wills, even the most recent one, which was only like a year or two prior to his death. Interesting. In lieu of giving it to the family. And it was just in my head, like, that's, that's very interesting because he had made a call, done all the stuff, blah, 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 but they still went family rights over this person he met through a pen pal system. Maybe had, there yeah. are probably some very fidgy-widgy mm. Legal precedents, precedents yeah. that, um, that were cited. Because again, compass mentis is kind of the point. If you can, if you can, if you can't prove that they were of sound mind and they're doing something that is very much out of character, then you have pretty much no ground to stand on. Yeah. Um, so unless he was making other legal decisions, um, yeah. Yeah. So, but again, that varies in the U.S. It varies from state to state and sometimes even county to county. Yep. So well, I've, I've gone for the third option. Okay. And life-saving resuscitation is denied based on decades-old teenage diaries that declare, I want to die before I get old. Well, that's also the wrong... (laughs) Yes, the wrong wrong extreme, (laughs) nation states. Not so cheesy. Cheese industry reports slump. Uh, Civil rights activists, now we're getting somewhere. Surprise jump in insurance sales. Why? I'm not sure. Uh, Industry insurance up 34.4%. Life insurance, maybe? Must be. Yeah, I guess. Or some sort of health insurance. If I guess are people are just thinking about their death now. Yeah. And preparing. Yeah, interesting. I, I think, yeah. Um, that's the biggest up. The next one being 0.3%, which is average disposable income. Um, the, the other little ones are average income, economic output, ideological radicality, civil rights, and government size. This The downs don't even reach... The single percentiles. <laughs> the largest one is 0.62 is social conservatism. The other downs are authoritarianism, cheese exports, welfare, agriculture, and taxation. So I think the big up for insurance. I don't know what that actually means um, in terms of overall governmental um, shape, but uh, yeah. 
lots more parties at uh, Allianz. That's for sure. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger Christmas party. <laughs> so um, I'm glad that we didn't have to fight on that one. No, that, that seemed mm. the most common sense. It doesn't undo what has already been, been done, yeah. uh, but it does like change the future. From this case, let's learn a lesson. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. So. It's a horrible situation to be in. Mm. Wait, I'm, I've got to listen to you now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bus drivers say no to double-decker death traps. Okay. You like you like public safety issues, don't you? Sure. Excellent. <laughs> After several tragic bus accidents across world America, bus drivers have started a strike until safety standards have been raised. Okay. Every morning I step into that thing, I wonder if it's finally going to fall to bits, grumbles Wesley Contry, a bus driver. The lights don't work. Half the seats are either vandalized or missing. The top deck smells like something died there and something has died right at the back. Sorry, something has died right at the back of to accentuate that. We need more money to improve our buses. It's that simple. If you don't do it, then more people will die. So is it safe to assume these are, these are council buses, public buses? I it would assume. seem like somebody's dropping the ball right now. Yeah. But it's not a monetary issue, just somebody's not doing their job. Yeah, yeah. Maybe America's there's not enough money for them to do their job. Maybe that job doesn't exist because I, I haven't created it. Or maybe the managers are bad at their yeah, job. Yeah, that's true. Because there, there's absolutely no performance management at all. It's yep. just like, hey, here's $10 million. Just keep the buses clean. Yep. We'll come back in 10 years with more money. <laughs> Option two. People always want money, whines Bruce Kenobi, one of your financial advisors, and they always want guarantees. I'm willing to bet every single big dollar on me that they're making a big fuss about nothing. The strike's no big deal. We can always find plenty of other people willing to take the job. Public transport is a financial black hole anyway. There's no profit in it for us. If someone really wants to go somewhere, they drive. Withdraw some of our public transport funding and let them have enough money to buy themselves a car. Sure. Okay, so public transport's bad, so let's make it worse. Mm -hmm. That's, yep, that's how I interpreted that. Or okay. completely gut it, which you should do. Well, he doesn't He doesn't say get rid of it, he just says withdraw some funding. Yeah, so he's, he just wants yeah. to make it there, but his, his assumption is any dollar spent on it is a wasted dollar. Mm -hmm. Let's not stop it. Let's just spend less on it, which doesn't solve this no, problem. No, it's just, let's make it very unappealing. <laughs> yeah. Like you should, if it's a safety issue and you don't want public transport, you stop public transport. Yeah, you don't just make you it don't, worse. You don't make it dangerous <laughs> for people to ride. Option three. Why do they never have the option to sell whatever department <laughs> is is being you know scrutinized? That sounds to me, says another of your financial advisors who happens to be walking past, like a stellar reason to do away with the public transport system yeah, altogether. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The only people who really lose out are the poor and the disabled, but mm. there's no profit in it for them either way. So it's a win-win. I mean, what do you mean there's no profit oh, in no, it sorry, there's no profit in, 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 in them, them either way. Yeah, well, of course, a government shouldn't be trying to make profit. I agree with you, yeah. That's right, but a government should also be not stepping in the way of somebody else doing something profitably. Well, let's see if someone's willing to step in. If you cut public transport and there is still a demand for it, some clever entrepreneur, if they're not restricted from doing it, will step in and fill the void. That's what the market is 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 best at. It, yes, finding um, finding people who need stuff done. Final option. Now, now, now. There's no need to be quite so gung-ho, says Hermione Rifkin, a city planner. 
The public system, sorry, public transport system is vital for cutting down congestion and pollution within urban areas. Less vehicles on the road, less fumes. You with me so far? What we need to do is put our tax, uh, put a tax on car use within the cities, and promote our mass transport. That way, everybody gets what they want, and cleaner air to boot. I mean, that's you didn't really. That's not fixing the issue. It's actually just making more people more dependent on it. And if it's no, no, so what she's doing is she's so option number two is take money away from public transport so that people can buy cars. Option number four is take money away from cars <laughs> so that people use public transport. Yeah, these both suck. So gut it. And Get rid of and it. Uh, option number one. What's option number one again? Put more money into it to fix it. Which is for me, I mean, I'll call my hand. That's the option yeah, I would be selecting. That is the option you would select. Because it's spending money to make something better. And we're pro- it literally, yeah. it's a service that we're providing. We don't want to kill our citizens. But hold, you're, you're, spending, to work. <laughs> you're spending money without uh, identifying yeah, it's also whether or not money was the problem. Mismanaged. Yeah. I mean, well, none of the, none that- of the issues are raising management. They're raising funds as the issue. Yeah. None of the issues are saying it's being mismanaged. They're just, the issue here is that not enough money is going into it to maintain it. But it is being mismanaged. Because if it is a funding issue, then the managers should be coming to you, not the drivers. Yeah, the drivers are striking, not the the managers going. Hey, but who's going to notice the issue first? The people that are driving the buses, or the people that tell the people the to people drive the buses. The people who take the buses usually. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> if no one's interested, like there, there are there are. And that's things, poor management. Yeah. A good manager would know what's going on. This one is an interesting one because there is a lot of moving parts here. The fourth one seems to raise an entirely different issue of pollution, <laughs> um, which I don't even know if that is a real problem um, in your built-up areas. I mean, one in f- one, the first option and the last option are the only two I really consider because one's fixing the issue and one's fixing the issue and making the environment better. So it's like, yeah. Option two and three, we kind I of said, just so we'll jerk no, around each other and don't op- fix anything. Option three fixes the issue too by making it not a government issue. Yeah. If you want public transportation, it's going to be privately funded and then it will be somebody else's liability. Mm. I think I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually not hating the idea of option number three, but I know that that's not a Submerican option. Yeah, the Submericans love to throw money at problems. Absolutely. Well, I think honestly the Submerican option is option number four, tax cars to improve public transport. Really? Yeah. But that stifles people from being able to drive. No, they still can't do it. It just makes it... Expensive. Uh, but that's that's but having a car isn't free either. So they, there's, there's there's still costs associated with that choice. It always has no, no, been. No, no, you don't get to say. But there has been. You don't get to say that this is a place where anybody can do whatever they like, and then go and here are all the taxes you're going to pay associated with. Well, of course, there are taxes. No. I have like a forty percent tax rate. Of course, there are, no. there's always been big taxes. Why would I stop now? <laughs> that's that's kind of my point. Is yeah, you have never been afraid of taxing people. Absolutely not. Further. So I think for the I'll, joy of living in my nation. I think just to curry some favor for the shenanigans I may pull in the next episodes, I'm going to go option number four. But option number three, I think, is probably the better option. But for we, your we are going option four. But I'll go option number four. Perfect. <laughs> oh God, Lord! Submerican heavy congestion charges are the bane of motorist lives. I want the record to show the picture that I got for this is actually just a burning car. <laughs> Mm. Nice. Yep. That's a weird effect for a tax. <laughs> it is. Um, I got I got several posters. Um, and they're, they're, ones. they're all environment. They are all just different environment. Must hit a threshold. Yeah. So 
67% increase to trout fishing, tourism up 60%. So this did more than the tourism issue we did in the Patreon episode. You see, t- tourism is not addressed by, by I'm assuming tourism, this is the by environment being cleaner. Yeah. 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 Cheese exports up 23%, public transport up 18 environmental beauty up 16 freedom from taxation up 10 Freedom from taxation up. That's weird. That's a weird that is job. a weird one, considering we weren't the taxable option. Weather up 7%. Oh, average disposable income up 9 Average income of the poor up 5 Retail up 5 Average income up 4 It seems like with all these taxes, people somehow have more money, which is very confusing. Well, no, I wonder, like it, I wonder how heavily you are taxing people to just taxing everyone to subsidize public <laughs> transport. No, no, no. Like any excise tax, uh, any any consumer has the option to stop consuming mm. the thing. It's immoral because it forces someone to make a decision they wouldn't otherwise be making. But. Uh, with the with the implementation of the congestion charge, thinking that you'll get more money, it's actually cut taxes down. Great. Mm. No, that's bad. No, that's fine. Because not only are <laughs> drivers now dissuaded from going, pushing them all into 